What? No. no. What? Don't do that. No, you, you couldn't even do that. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, it's sort of in a lull right now, but uh, it's still dope. The animation is good. The story seems simple, but complex enough to be entertaining. Yeah. It's all about a, a little boy. He's a prince. He's got that water demon egg implanted in his body. What? Yeah. Like anally? <laughs> like by a proboscis? I can only imagine. No, apparently there's like a, a whole alternate reality in his tummy. Whoa. Like right now I'm looking at a scene. Like, like I paused in it. Man in black. I paused it. Yeah. I paused it because, you know, I was gonna talk to you and I didn't want it to be on distracting me. Yeah. Just thinking about it. But how there's good an old lady who just like kinda nuzzled up to his belly button and is like staring into it. And then it flashes to her perspective and she's in sort of this column of water. And there's a there's a a water demon egg in there. Although, maybe demon is the wrong word. They have some crazy Japanese word for the water peoples. I'm just going to call them the Zora. I believe they call them the Kaiju. They, that might they actually all, be it. They all rock over Tokyo. Godzilla. <laughs> oh, Gamera. <laughs> the Kaiju. Mothra. I did not put that together right away. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Those douchebags. going to be too little. I hate them so. Two little girls singing in a basket. <laughs> yeah. Callbacks. That's what this show used to be about. That's what this show used to be yeah, about. That's what about. That's what Fast Karate used to be about. Entirely. I but guess probably we probably did talk about we got that a couple 750 times. episodes out of it. <laughs> 450 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> well, really, we were just talking about those two little girls from Mothra the whole time. Well, <laughs> it was all just thought. a digression, as we are are want to fall victim yeah, to. Yeah, it's been known to happen. I thought this was supposed to be a serious podcast about geopolitical affairs. I've, and we just haven't made it there yet. I we keep this trying. Was supposed to be a serious podcast about geothermal affairs. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> well, not that, that, maybe not, that's been our problem the whole time. <laughs> we, so we, it was just a conflict of. Uh, We've been talking statement. past each other. Yeah, we had we really had no idea, and I think that really just ties into something that's really true in our culture these days. That you know, people people like to talk, but they don't like to listen. It's true. Wait, what'd you say? Exactly. Zing! Bazam. Right in there with that thing everybody so, was thinking. I may not have watched a lot of anime recently, but I did listen to Soldier Boy's anime a lot. And by listen to, I meant I sung it to myself. But, <laughs> but uh, I happened to be browsing ye old Netflix queue, and what did I come upon but Resident Evil Degeneration? Oh, which Lord. Which is the, uh, the CG movie. And I feel yeah. like that thing is probably ripe for the picking. Like yeah. Tasty that is a... apple. You just take it right off the tree. Mm. It's got a little crunch in it. <laughs> yeah, we could, we could look at that. Is, that. So that's on Netflix? Yeah. That All right. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm not going to add that to my queue for yeah. fear of what they will suggest. <laughs> just somebody, somebody will arrest you. Uh, we're from the Division of Good Taste, and you showing yours is clearly lacking. I mean, you have watched all the other live-action Resident Evil movies. Granted, it was just on TV, and that was a Sunday afternoon, and you didn't have a whole lot going on. However, <laughs> you can't you can't prove that this... with me. That dog could have pushed the remote. <laughs> I fell asleep. I swear. That's what everybody says. We're on to you. We You've know. also seen Ultraviolet in the theaters. Yeah. Well, take you me know, away. Who could have known? I don't right? deserve to be on the outside. Known? It was by the same guy who did Equilibrium. You've apparently seen Mila Jovovich's entire catalog. Yeah. 
we're authorized to shoot you on site. That's when the final red flag goes up. <laughs> it's like, all right, he saw the fourth Resident Evil movie. Take him in. And this, whatever that Three Musketeers one that most recently came out and then vanished. Did that even come out? I don't I even know. I word. How is she in so many movies that aren't directed <laughs> by her husband? I really wish you weren't the kiss of death because The Fifth Element is such a good movie. Yeah, I think people just can't get over the fact that The Fifth Element was so good. <laughs> but I think you can you can lump that under the... Uh, I, I can never remember how to pronounce this guy's name. Carrie Elwes, the guy from Princess Bride. Oh, Carrie Yules. Call, that, that, call Yules. that the Carrie Yules effect. Yeah. Because you see him in The Princess Bride... And to a lesser extent, men in tights, and you're like, hey, this guy's pretty funny. He's all right. And then you see him in Saw, and you're like, he is the worst actor there has ever been. <laughs> and that's when you finally realize that the roles you've seen him in all required really terrible acting. So yeah. it wasn't a big deal. I think it's the same thing. Like, well, yes, yeah, you know what? She did play a very convincing, mentally retarded person. <laughs> In what? Grazia said, in the fifth element. Oh. <laughs> Not technically mentally retarded, but. She's an alien life form, so yeah, she was like a baby. She's, a grown she's up just body. beyond us, really. Yeah, we you just don't can't even comprehend know. her. And she did pick up on Kung Fu pretty quick. So that's, I mean, that's all that really matters. There is that. But I, I gave up on Resident Evil. The, I, we saw the, I saw the second one in the theaters. And then, uh,. The third one was on Netflix, and I watched the teeniest, tiniest bit of it. Well, it's just a, basically like a record of Umbrella being just jerks. It's the end of the world. Everything's overrun with zombies. These a-holes are holding on to all the food and water and technology and just keep on keeping on. They're just yeah. jerks. They have no reason <laughs> to behave as they do. Ah, just share. There's like 10 people left in the whole world. <laughs> exactly. You guys could just open up one of these facilities. There's all these survivors living in abandoned prison, filling up with their own offal. <laughs> and then they have to eat the offal. Because oh. Umbrella's got all the food. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm That's eating terrible. Dairy, small intestine. It's the mm. only thing I'm worth saving. It's like tripe. Gary tripe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. But actually, it turns out, offal, not, not always that gross. We went to a place with Ed Chavez, and they fed us all sorts of tongue and, and cheek and guts and heart see here's my and problem a lot of that was really good you can call that stuff what it, i don't even know you might want to just categorize it as beef because if you call it awful everybody understands that that's terrible stuff yeah it almost sounds like awful and it's never used to describe food someone hands you a plate with awful on it yeah <laughs> well do you remember you throw it in their face my first encounter with tripe was when we went to that... Uh, Porky Porky's? Yeah, Porky Porky's, the Korean barbecue place. Jerry's like, just and try Jerry this, you'll like it. And I was like, stuff no. On the grill. And effectively, that side of the grill became like a demilitarized zone. <laughs> and like, nothing <laughs> could enter that, that portion of the grill. I'll there were Jerry. towers set up to separate that from the flank that we were putting on the other side. I will trust Jerry when... Salon.com doesn't have, you know, it, it has its uh, little photography segments where mm -hmm. it'll give you 12 pictures of an issue. And they had one on recycling. And in the Philippines, the picture of recycling was a dude going to town with a pickaxe <laughs> through a trench that was more what looked like entirely out of plastic bags looking for copper. <laughs> no. Well, it's, it's, it's literally 
It is recycling. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I think it's just a, it was supposed to demonstrate the terrors our addiction to electronics have wrought on the globe. Yeah. But I do so love electronics. I do. And I'd prefer that those Chinese workers didn't kill themselves. Well, those are the guys that are making it. Those aren't even the dudes recycling it. The yeah. guys recycling it are killing themselves. They just don't know. <laughs> they're getting, like, copper cancer from the no, garbage well, pits. But they're, they're not getting copper cancer. They're burning <laughs> off, like, circuit boards with a blowtorch and with, oh, like, a rag over their the face. Copper? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we need to just... <laughs> Send make a no. It's not a voluntary program, but just you guys. Like when when everybody's twelve years old in the Philippines, just learn a couple things about fumes. Just one class <laughs> session. It would only have to be fifteen minutes long, and I think you can really. Well, that's sort of like the world over. Anywhere you you, you find the they do that in India and Africa. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's it's the worst thing. It's <sighs> it's the worst thing. I'm so sad now. Well, how can we, Dave? How can we brighten this up? We need to, we need to ignore the suffering around the world, which yeah. I think, as an American, yeah, it should be. I am totally qualified to do to us. Really, uh, I can talk about the joys that I finally freed myself from the yoke of Dark Souls. The joy you finally you got every achievement. I did. I mean, I have I have never in any serious way cared about achievements. Like the, I think uh, the last game I got them all in was Mass Effect, and that was just sort of a matter of course. And before yeah. that, I think it was Symphony of the Night, which was like, I got to. Well, yeah, I mean, even in Symphony of the Night, you were already going. You, there was the achievement for Symphony of the Night by revealing, you know, yeah, 111% the percent of the yeah, map. 200 200.6%. <laughs> by jumping to that hidden area that you couldn't yeah, get to without you have glitching to the cheat game. as the wolf. And <laughs> keep yeah, so there were. Yeah. Symphony of the Night, you had to do that just to prove that you had done it before on the yeah. PlayStation. Now now everybody will know how cool I am. But, <laughs> uh, so I've I think, mastered I think the no one is more relieved castle. than Graziella. That it, it's finally over. The oh, score. What a good game, though. As she plays Pixel Junk on Facebook. She's still... Oh, my gosh. I'll whisper. <laughs> is she really still playing Pixel Junk on yeah, Facebook? You, you don't need to whisper. She can't hear you. <laughs> Oh, but she was saying that game was so butt compared to the other Pixel Junk Yeah, games. she likes it a lot less than the real version. Well, why not play the real version then? Because she's played the real version for like 150 hours. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatevs. Yeah. To each their own, I guess. You know, people like what they like. Some people like Pickle Junk. Some people like Dark Souls. Yeah, that's true. They're totally comparable. It's like the same game. A Dark Souls version for Facebook. I wish. I'd play it all day. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty stupid, probably. You walked down a corridor and yeah. died. Oh, that happened to me last you time. You have to. You constantly have to hold, say, the shift key to keep your shield up. So you're just <laughs> typing in all caps: attack zombie. No, oh no, <laughs> no. I, I was locked uh, on and I hurled myself down a cliff. So do you, you had to beat a new game plus to get all the achievements. You right? had to beat it two and a half times. How do you get two and a half? What well, doesn't make sense? You know, you don't actually have to. You have to beat it two times and then play a little more beyond that. Oh. Because you have to... The wolf soul makes three weapons, so you have to play enough in your third playthrough to get to the blacksmith. Oh. So you can make the boss weapon. I love that they call it the boss weapon, because it is totally boss. 
that sword is pretty cool. I wish I I never got to a point in the game where I was really comfortable with large weapons. I I would say two-handed, but if you have enough strength, nothing in that game is two-handed. Yeah, but it takes a lot of strength to get there. I haven't yeah. I have not even gotten there yet, but I I mean I joined the uh the Gravelord government cover government for his covenant for his for a spell. <laughs> that word that doesn't have they, an R in it. They give you a really cool two-handed sword that I wish I wish I had taken a little more time to use because the way it attacks is really neat. It's got it's got like a poison, stacks poison on guys, which has limited value. Bosses usually are dead before the poison has any real noticeable effect. Well, yeah, especially I mean you were playing that in the second run through, right? So your stats are whack. I could have built my character better. I I sort of just threw stats everywhere. I should have just committed to one thing. So I was like, let me juice face a little now. Now I'm doing intelligence. Oh, I put too much in strength because I really thought I was going to use this halberd and got bored halfway to getting to the halberd. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. Well, I mean, you were, I mean, based on your description of most of the fights at the end of the game, you're just fireballing everything anyway. Yeah. Well, most of what I did was throw combustion at guys. I would just combust them over and over and over again. And then in the second playthrough, you can get another copy of Great Combustion. Which means you have 16 uses of probably the fastest, most powerful spell in the game. I don't know. I guess a lot of the the higher level sorceries are nuts, but I never used them. Mm. But Great Combustion has no casting time. And even in the New Game Plus would do maybe an eighth of a boss's health bar. Depending on the boss. Except for those douchey four kings. (laughs) hate those guys. The worst. I hate that boss. Those are that the bosses where they send more than one guy against you are the only moments where Demon Souls is really feels really cheap, aside from the part with the archers on the windowsill, which is just total bullshit. <laughs> and even though I know how to do it, I mean I learned how to do it because I had to do it three times, so I knew how to mitigate it. It still was such crap. <laughs> Yeah, even having survived it, it didn't get any less irritating. Yeah. So even though it only took me two tries, the third time I did it, I was still like, come on, game. You're better than this. Why you got to be like that, baby? <sighs> I just went across the windowsill. Why you got to be shooting me with arrows? Yeah, I know. It's like, God, you knew how douchey you were being doing this. You had to have known. <laughs> well, that was the point. I mean, in their defense... They warned everybody that the game was going to be exactly yeah. that. I just like it better when I feel like I have a fighting chance. Oh. And, and that, that I just was so completely without hope in those uh, arrow shooting parts. Or that one arrow shooting part. Just keep dying. Don't know what I'm doing wrong, game. So those moments are thankfully rare, but that does not make them any less frustrating. <laughs> But yes, as I told you IRL the other day, I wish we had waited just one day to podcast about uh, uh, what was that? Dungeon Defenders because the night that we recorded our last podcast, we went home and played a ton of four player and had an amazing part where the last part of boss is this dragon and he's flying around and you have to allocate people on your team to go use harpoons to shoot them down. And attack the boss directly while other people are keeping the defenses up so your base doesn't get destroyed. And it was super exciting and super fraught with tension. And sort of exactly what I want out of games like that. And there are just a ton of those moments when you're playing with four player. Especially when 
you kind of need four player to play on the harder difficulties. And the harder difficulties just make it so you're constantly busy, just always repairing something or attacking guys. And also, I got a flamethrower, which, which <laughs> totally improved my opinion of the game. Which uh, I don't know if I mentioned how much I wanted it on the podcast, but I kept picking up these things that were shaped like dragon heads and thinking, oh, this must be a flamethrower. And they were just like kind of boring rocket launchers. So when I finally got something called the Flame Breath, or whatever, the Flame Buffet, I think it's called, from Killing a Dragon, I was just silently like, if this is not a flamethrower, I'm going to freak out <laughs> so much. And then it was. Oh. And it does so much deep there's just damage everywhere. I just hold down the button and torch everybody with the drawback that I cannot harm fire guys in the slightest. Makes sense. How the uh, elemental things work in this game. It's it's just an added property to normal guys. So just there's three different elements and a quarter of each guy will be that type of element. So one fourth of the guys that spawn out of the gates, I'm just useless. So I'm not. Al- I'm basically not allowed to mind an area by myself because it just ends in oh, I can't kill these fire guys. <laughs> Especially you can only have one weapon. Well, yeah, you, you can switch them out between waves. I don't think you can switch them out during. You can. Mm. I, I've mitigated it by having a pet that shoots lightning. So <laughs> the lightning shooting Griffin pet. So you got like the best of both worlds. Yeah, it's lightning like, and fire. He. Oh man, that reminds me of Oblivion. Which or Skyrim, I guess. I, wish I could set this lightning on fire. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I, I I played played some Skyrim, a little tiny bit, and the best thing in that game, clearly, as if there would be any question, is dual wielding spells, <laughs> and you can dual wield the same spell. This took me a little, <laughs> a little while to figure out, but I I pretty much just charge into every fracas. <laughs> With both mouse buttons held down, and my guy does... No, okay, so you, you can dual wield both spells. When you level up, you get perks, and one of the first perks you can get is that if you're dual wielding the same spell, it gets supercharged. So it turns your two fireball motions into... The dude makes a Hadouken shape with his fist, and just it's just a flamethrower coming out of my hands at all times. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So I was having a lot of fun electrocuting guys for a while. Until I found some zombies who just would not get electrocuted. And I said, okay, well, I remember there being a fire spell in the beginning of the game. And that's when I discovered that I was a living flamethrower. <laughs> that's when I said, oh, as much as I dislike you, the Elder Scrolls, sometimes you do things that are pretty fun. Yeah. Like being able to shoot fire at everyone. And then I found a battle axe that literally sucks the souls from my enemies and puts them in my gems. And I don't know what that does. But, really? Yeah. So you can imbue gems with the souls of fallen opponents? Yes. I don't know why, but I can do it and have been. I did it until I ran Terrifying. out of gems to put souls into. <laughs> I was just hacking away at zombies and was like, seriously, stop. No, no stop. You don't have any more containers. <laughs> and it seems to have some limited amount of charges, but that's fine because I'm just stripping souls left and right. And that bar hasn't went down that much. Nice. <laughs> Need to go buy some more gems. I wish I knew what it did. I guess I kind of remember that being something for, I don't know, summons or something like that. Like to get a, get a zombie out and play, which is one of the first spells you can get, which is a little weird. It seems like that's... Not only is that 
seems like it's kind of powerful for one of the first spells you can get, but it's also something I would not expect the village grocer to stock. <laughs> like, yes, check out my uh, my delightful repartee of spells. We've got clairvoyance, which is really just a map icon that you have to manually use to tell you where your destination is, so that's a pain in the ass. Uh, and, and then we've got summon zombies, so if you ever want to, like, summon a foul undead to do your bidding, we got that covered. And I'm like, cool, it only costs 150 gold. <laughs> I was just in here for some bread and egg, yeah. but I guess, you know, necromancy. Well, if the bread it's on costs the like menu. 10 gold. You're going to tell me summoning a zombie is only 15 times more expensive than bread? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty scary. I don't want to live in a world where raising the dead is that easy. Is, yeah. Or it seems like it's like that accessible. I feel like that would, at, at that point, you get into, you know, undead control. As in, like, you know, you need to somehow figure out how to Keep legislate and regulate the uh, <laughs> this resurrection of the dead. Well, that's the thing. As a, as a group of nation states, they really don't answer to much of a higher authority. <laughs> it's just been known to cause some problems. Oh, lordy. Mostly with regards to the the summoning of zombies and the unleashing thereof against town folks all those town folk i love that video somebody posted of you can put a bucket on the dude's head and you can't tell if he's stealing from you or you you can't tell if you're stealing from him (laughs) that is just genius (laughs) that is exactly what i come to these type of games for because well just yeah who makes those kind of decisions and no wonder it takes so long to put a game like this out i mean my goodness well with a game this scope, they were probably like, all right, well, they have to be able to see you to know you're stealing from them. And somebody, some what, some of the way in was like, uh, so if you put a bucket on his head, he can't see you anymore. And they're like, just, what the fuck? Just shit the game. <laughs> We've been making it for like three years. Fuck the buckets. <laughs> Are we still talking about buckets? <laughs> Gary! Oh my god! We're all gonna go broke. We spent eight million dollars on You sidetracked us for six months on bucket textures. We are not talking about this anymore. Okay. I, you know, we humored your bucket thing for a while because we were like, well, it takes like 500 people to make a game. And, you know, some of you are gonna get a couple weirdos. You're just bound to. But it's gone on long enough. <laughs> <laughs> You scared us. <laughs> what is it with you and buckets? I don't know. I just love them. <laughs> they hold stuff. <laughs> like the first, because I saw that video before I started playing the game. So the first area you go through, you get into a storeroom, and dudes like check for potions. They might be useful. And I see a bucket, and I'm like, <laughs> should I just pick that up now? Seems like a pretty useful because thing to have. I've never played one of these games where I did not immediately embark upon a life of crime. <laughs> I, mean, I, I question how many people ever have. Like, that's sort of the point of Oblivion. It's, you didn't leave that silverware out, did you? Like, the guards are coming after you've ransacked a place. Officer, I've been robbed. They took everything I owned. Well, did you leave the silverware out on the table? Well, yeah. A- and your cups? And your And all the buckets? Well, who are you fooling? I mean, really, you were just asking for it. It's like, I think this is blaming the victim, you guys. You need to securely, you know, store everything in your house. Yeah. 
And what I, I mean by securely, just never fall asleep. Because that's the only way you will protect it. Because we've had reports of this thief before. We call him the save load bandit. <laughs> if anybody steals something, if he's caught, he just reloads and then you still got it. <laughs> so it's just never, ever sleep. And that's how the people of, of Tamriel just go insane. <laughs> <laughs> they try to stay awake forever. Yeah. Oh. Those games, they are what they are. They're they're pretty stupid most of the time. <laughs> but sometimes that stupidity just turns out to be really, really funny. And that's why I play those games. <laughs> For however long it lasts. Yeah. So I sort of was like, I don't want to buy this game. But if people want to give me money to buy it. <laughs> I'll start writing blogs about my asshole dinosaur going through the world. And apparently that was enough of a draw for enough people. I can't explain why, but I'm, I appreciate your sacrifices. Ah, uh, Super King making a yeah, comeback. Yeah, Super King awesome. I, I spent good half an hour in the character generator trying to get him as close as possible to the original. But I remember in the original, it really wanted you to make, like, red-skinned dinosaurs. And I was like, ain't no dinosaur any color but red. Or green, rather. So I sat there really basically having to fake a green dinosaur. Which took a lot of effort, and in this one you can just be green. It sort of took some of the some of the excitement out of it, but that's okay. It's not all about the character creator. Just like 85 percent of it in this game, where you can't even see your character for the entire game. You, gotta work you can't. With... There's no third person. Well, camera there is level? a third person camera, but it's stupid as hell. <laughs> like you, you really wouldn't waste your time doing it. I just do it, for example, when I'm sitting on a, a chair just to admire myself, my chair sitting prowess. <laughs> As you lounge about. Yeah. It's one of the things dinosaurs are best at. But otherwise, no. You never, never, ever, ever, ever use a third person. It also just sort of reveals how god-awful their animations are and how fake their combat is. That you are not two people interacting with the world. <laughs> Or interacting with each other, you are just sort of swinging and being in close enough proximity that the game says, "All right, that one counts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ah uh, well. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much to talk about. After beating Dark Souls, I kind of just decompressed for a while. <laughs> it's like my soul is clean. Just feel the need to go on a retreat and reflect upon the choices in my lives. Most of the choices being, do I level up faith or do I level up stamina? <laughs> well, I do really want that homeward miracle so I can mm. go back to the bonfires immediately. Because as with just about any game, and Dark Souls has fast travel, but it's very limited. But any kind of big game like that, man, after you've seen something once, you're so over it. <laughs> You just like, I'm so sick of going to the pyromancy trainer for the 50th time, having to run through this swamp. You know, other than that, I don't think I have much in the way of video games. And my really, I really, really enjoyed uh, Dungeon Defenders. That is still the case. <laughs> and we're still playing it, even though I don't know. They have this survival mode in the game. We got clued in on a tip that if you beat survival mode, you got a pet. And so we were like, okay, we're going to do it. Or not beat it, but if you progress to a certain wave. 
and maybe it's just the maps we chose, but the waves were increasing by as many as 800, 1300 guys a wave, and they weren't spawning any faster. So by the end, you're, you're dealing with 7,000 guys in one wave, and they're just coming out at this little trickle, and you've got bowling ball turrets set up everywhere, just hurling bowling balls at anyone who dares to leave the safety of their their monster spawning room. So there's no threat to you at all. You could pretty much put the controller down. And we just had to suffer through it and just think about how much fun we would be having doing other parts of the game and wondering if that pet was really worth it. And I don't know if that was actually the case. I certainly am not using it. I suck with my lightning shooting griffin. Because he is a griffin that shoots lightning, so... That seemed like a big positive to me. Seems like a plus, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's already a griffin. Once it's shooting lightning. To glance at some emails. I got one here from Mitch Reed. He says, so I went to a place in Minneapolis, Minnesota called Buster's. Not Dave and Buster's. They have a dipping sauce of chipotle sour cream. I got a chip and sauce of it. And also a beef brisket sandwich with a drizzled on. My question is, how long do I have left to live? You're probably dead as we read this. Well, this email is two months old, so almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't have warned you. But I'm telling you, Chipotle is basically just a modifier spice, as perhaps all spices are modifier spices. But Chipotle in particular, you get that Chipotle mayo, that's good. Because I like mayo. And then they just put some other stuff in that mail to make it taste better. And I say, yes, just give it to me. Give it all to me. I just want to shove it all into my mouth. Put that on a chicken, fish, beef. doesn't matter. I'll try it all. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Or your yourself. parents' loss, rather. Yeah. <laughs> your wife. Why do you have to eat that chip? He says a chip and sauce. So as I was reading that, I thought maybe he just had one. And was now, asking how long he had to live. I wonder if that doesn't mean that he had fish, like, you know, chips as in fried potatoes. Maybe. that's That would make more sense. That's, I mean, that's possible. And that's sort of a palm frite Belgian style thing to give you the mayo with the fries. To which I also say yes. <laughs> I love mayonnaise. I love french fries. I don't need an excuse. It's true. You do not. I don't. I still can't handle the mayonnaise and French fries. I might be able to do like chipotle mayo on a sandwich, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We just had some of that last night. Uh, we ordered from a place called Fish and Sip. Don't get too excited. I know they have the cutest name ever. Their food was terrible. <laughs> I was enticed by the chipotle mayo. It said, "Here we go, playa. We got this view. This schnitzel here. I'm gonna put a little chipotle mayo on it." Schnitzel? Yeah. I don't know. That might be a little too weird. Yeah. It is is sort of a strange combination. The bigger problem was that the food was garbage. So I think somebody else could pull off a schnitzel and chipotle mayo combo. Even though it's pretty much from two cultures as far apart in the world as they could be. (laughs) I think there's still hope and I'm not willing to give up on it yet. Well, you know, there's that German Nazi diaspora after the Second World War. Oh, they so, kind of okay. settled in Latin Whoa. America. Yeah, now I feel really weird about it. Are you telling me that this was invented in Brazil by war criminals? I don't know. But yes, that is what I'm saying. Oh, man. Yeah, Dave. Well, now I don't, don't yeah. know how to feel. 
Maybe it's, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to, oh, that would have been terrible if I said that. All right, internet, I'm going to share this joke with you, but I do not mean it, and let the record show I stopped myself at first, but Chipotle mayonnaise, everything happens for a reason. Just think it over. No, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. German diaspora after World War II, totally worth it to get Chipotle mayonnaise. That is com- I don't think so. Completely fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to- yes click around and find a different question here's a guy who spelled <laughs> food questions with a z oh snap what's your that's, favorite that's food so street and what is your favorite drink what that seems a little complicated don't make me I, choose <laughs> changes every day it changes every day <laughs> that answer is too complicated it's a it's a sticky issue my favorite food today was the fried chicken and macaroni and cheese we made yeah, that sounds all right. It was pretty good. That's ice cream sandwiches. Does that count? Is that a food? Yeah, totally. It's a sandwich. It's sandwiches some, are food. That's true. It goes into your body. It's food. I hold a special place in my heart for the bagel breakfast sandwich. Mm. You find They found a way to take egg and bacon and cheese and put it on something that was like a bun, but ten times worse for you. That's just a regular old bun. And that is a bagel. And that is so good. It's pretty much the ultimate hangover remedy food because it is just a sack of grease. (laughs) And the bagel acts as a bagel sponge and just sucks up all the grease and just makes your tummy feel so much better. Just fixes you up. It might just be because Thanksgiving is coming up, but I'm going to go with pumpkin pie. Uh, Yeah, any any sort of pie. Pumpkins are a strong example. My favorite (laughs) food is Thanksgiving. Yeah. If I combine all the that? foods on my plate such that they make one disgusting heap of food mass, does that count? Yes. That's <laughs> one food? Yes, the Thanksgiving pile. This, the mound of Thanksgiving. I mean, frankly, I'm going to pour gravy on every ingredient anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's already You've already combined an ingredient across That's every strata. If I can logic out putting gravy on everything, surely they must be the same food. I like to think of like you're making a mound of food as like an Ebenezer in praise of the year that was. Mm-hmm. And then you eat that Ebenezer. <laughs> he also asks, if you had to give up either the food or the drink for the rest of your mortal lives, which one would it be? I guess we didn't <sighs> name any drinks. But I, it's Coke. It's Coca-Cola. Yeah, for you. Ooh, I don't know. Are we counting like shakes? Yeah, oh, a milkshake could be either. Exists or between a mango lassi. Mango lassi is delicious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That would be a tough one. Couldn't you just puree all your favorite foods and drink them? That's a terrible... Well, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, you get around this stipulation by making a pumpkin pie shake. You've got the I'm not, I'm not chewing. dog looking over your back. <laughs> it's not eating if we, I don't chew. We can't stop him. It's in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even bother. To you just like, stick a slice of pumpkin yeah, pie into a cup, in a cup and then <laughs> jam a straw into it. <laughs> It makes the crust especially hard to eat. Yeah. <laughs> you just slurp it at the bottom of it. Give your lung capacity that. quadruples. Sucking really hard through the straw aneurysm. <laughs> Start to feel that pain in your temple. You fall over. The guys from the government come up. It's like, it's all right. He suffered enough. He just wants the pie. Well, I think they would really expect you. They would respect you like a national hero. It would be... Like in the end of a movie where 
the guy was trying really hard to do something. Basically, what I'm describing is a a, a John Henry's a seal driving man scenario where you just worked at it until you died. And people understood that the depths of your passion were such that you wanted that pumpkin pie so bad that you would kill yourself over it. And then somebody probably just, you know, starts to slow clap. So my answer would be neither. Yeah, I don't have to live in a world like that, so I choose not to. That's a terrible world to think of. Also, if I could get all my nutrition through milkshakes, why would I need to eat any food? (laughs) You can already effectively do that. That's true. But you have already described the exact scenario. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if you if you kept drinks on the table, you could just supplant all your favorite foods with the Jones soda equivalent. Oh no, you could not. Yeah, like, that is so well, gross. Well, I can't eat turkey, but I can drink this Jones soda turkey flavored. <laughs> and I slip think I'd my rather wrist because I hate my life. Slip my wrist. Oh, they are so bad. Or just drink this Jones soda turkey flavor. Either will kill me in about the same amount of time. Well, you the Jones soda won't technically kill you. You'll just kill yourself. Decent. I mean, it was be brought on by the depression of having to drink Jones soda all the time. I think I would. Uh... Kathy is saying that green apple Jones soda is delicious. She doesn't realize we're talking about turkey and yeah. mashed potato. Green green pea. <laughs> Tell her they have an Alka Seltzer flavored Jones soda. <laughs> yeah, how was that not a hate crime against the entire human? race yes they gotta lock up the makers of jones soda that's why they pushed through that federal hate crimes legislation it's the first step they were like this guy these they've been going around for years (laughs) just nobody's stopping them they're scared they're using loopholes to feed people poison that makes them kill themselves (laughs) (laughs) it's like some kind of weird mad scientist i've got a two-year-old email here, so which we read in a timely fashion. It came in on October 3rd, 2010. Well, that's pretty dope. It says, I'm a big fan of the podcast, as you may know me from the blog comments and the forums, so here's my contribution to the recent wave of food question emails. That is evidently still going strong. Well, this may or may not be more of a question. It's not a question, it's a suggestion, he says. If you haven't had Pau de Cuello... I don't know how to say that word. When I click on the Wikipedia link he gives, it it, it directs me to a, a page called Cheese Bun. <laughs> and it's a, it's a variety of small baked cheese flavor rolls, popular typical snack and breakfast food in Brazil. And they kind of look like giant biscuits filled with cheese. So clearly... Sounds all right to me. I mean, this guy, he's clearly appealing to the right audience he says he says go to your nearest brazilian restaurant in new york or philadelphia i'm sure both cities have their share of them and order at least 10 pizzas not particularly healthy but something you need to add to your palate tell me if that is not the best baked bread and cheese combination you've ever had i think i i don't know i don't know that we have any brazilian restaurants that i'm aware of you might have to go to jersey or something for that I'm google it where can yeah. i get my i'll have to look it up <laughs> Oh, wait. Pau de Cuello Astoria. Wow. It's oh, actually, snap. It's actually a restaurant in Queens. There you go. Uh, is the only thing they sell the cheese buns? Well, I don't know. It seems like it's like the national breakfast food of Brazil. I'm just going to assume that based on this one person's brief opinion of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, there's a big old picture of like 10 cheese buns on their website. But then you got to go to Queens. Oh, no. I think the risk might outweigh the reward. It's even the risk of having been in Queens. The risk of wasting your life going to Queens. It's even close to a subway, but I don't know. It's oh, I really just bring them over here. Just I'll just do, do one they of those deliver things where, to Brooklyn? Yeah, maybe you pay a courier service like fifty bucks to bring you food <laughs> from a restaurant. I got your cheese buns. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank God. I thought I would die. <laughs> I feel like I should leave this email starred, just so just I remember that these cheese so ones exist. As Gmail. if, as if I could even forget. Now that that's been burned into my mind, I think yes, I yes, that's it's sort of a Pandora's box. I've forgotten my birthday to make room for the cheese buns. Yeah, <laughs> you opened up that email, and you know a bunch of greasy food sprung out, and at the bottom was a heart attack. It's not really like Pandora's box because yeah. that story kind of has a happy ending. Yeah, at the bottom of the the box was not hope, but in fact more cheese buns. <laughs> sort of the yes. antithesis of hope. It's better than hope. <laughs> it's kind of both. And the Greeks had a word for both hope and despair. It's called cheese buns. Or maybe that was the Brazilians. This guy asks, David Bilios, his question is, Two years and two months old. He says, I don't know if you still do food questions. Well, don't let me blow your mind. But I have to know what kind of pizza base do you like the best? Thin crust, deep pan, or stuffed crust? What? How about normal? Yeah. That's the regular. best kind of pizza crust. Regular. You don't need to fancy up pizza by doing all these crazy additions brought on by the Pizza Hut establishment. Because that's who's Stuff trying crust. to sell you on this shit. Yeah, it's like we make garbage pizza, so here we put some cheese in the crust. Yeah. Because that makes it better, maybe. No. Hey, we drew, we drew a unicorn on your box like you asked. Please keep ordering from us. Ha, suckers, you have to because you live in the middle of Michigan, and there's <laughs> nothing anywhere except for a Domino's. That's the only food that can be delivered. When friends tell me things like that, like I'm thinking specifically with Aaron with regards to pizza where – she grew up in a place on a farm, basically, and the closest thing was a Domino's, and they wouldn't even deliver to her. So her brother would try and scam the pizza man and tell him to meet him in the middle of the road within their delivery distance. So that's the sort of terror that people who don't grow up in cities have to deal with, that there just is no food delivery. You can never order a pizza. You probably have to go to a pizza hut and sit down like savages. My God. <laughs> and not eat it in front of your TV? And then you have to, yeah, I know. What madness is this? Oh, man. you might. You, then you have to talk to the people, at least when you're not shoving your face full of pizza rolls. I would like 12 personal pan pizzas. Sir, sir, just order four pizzas. <laughs> Cheaper. No. <laughs> and it makes you look less insane. <laughs> Bring them to me one at a time. <laughs> it's it's like the eternal flame, except it's the eternal personal pan pizza. It must be refilled at all times. <laughs> I'm just picturing like people running across a continent holding up a slice of pizza. Yeah. Well, that's how we should start the Olympics now. Forget about the torch. You just throw a pizza into a bonfire, and then it's like I a mean, phoenix. really. 
mean, we're all pretty grateful to Prometheus for the gift of fire. However, fire was just a means to pizza. Yeah. It all it was all just leading to this point. But I like I like the pizza that you get and it's just normal. I don't like any of that thick stuff. That Chicago style pizza can eat a dick. <laughs> Because you are just eating bread with some toppings on it. <laughs> yeah, it should be called pizza bread because it is not just standard pizza. It's like three inches thick. <laughs> Here, have this enormous loaf of pizza. I feel like Chicago style pizza is something somebody heard of. Like they heard of pizza mm-hmm. and decided, oh, I can make that. Yeah. And then everything went horribly wrong. I mean, it's just this disgusting casserole of pizza. It's like a giant pizza sandwich. It's like a it's like a pizza pie. Somebody heard the words pizza pie <laughs> and thought they literally had to make a pie. They just didn't <laughs> think it was something that stereotypical Italians said while standing on street corners and waving their hands emphatically. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'm Googling Chicago-style pizza right now. It's like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> How can you... Th- First off, how can you even eat that disgusting food? <laughs> how do you get a slice of pizza? I like to eat my slice of pizza with a knife and fork because it is literally impossible to eat it any other way. <laughs> Can't pick uh, that shit up. Some of these, I mean, some of these are taller than any pie I've ever made in my life. Yeah, it's like, kind of interesting. Bigger than any they just casserole. Not have flat metal. Some of them look okay. Some of them look like pizza with just really thick crust, which I'm not necessarily against because I like breadsticks. I like I like the application of bread in many situations. Don't get me wrong. But this one seems more like a cheese pie. Yeah, I think that's what they call it. <laughs> I know I said it already, but savages. <laughs> uh... Oh, man, it was invented at Pizzeria Uno. Can we get them uh, grandfathered into the hate crimes legislation with Joan Soda? Just bring them down together. Put them in jail for like 35, 40 years. Let them cool on ice. Maybe it'll be time for them to rejoin society. I don't. I just can't understand how somebody who ha- would have that much hate in their hearts to create Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> oh, poor Chicago-style it, it pizza. It was all... Oh my, there's a picture of one that's just like... Pizza with fried crap on it. I see onion rings. Oh, man. So really, I think that's a pierogi. People started This Is Why You're Fat to show off Chicago-style pizza. Because they're like, yeah. nobody will actually eat this shit. Oh, this is on a website called Worth Dying For. Nope. 14 pizzas worth dying for. Balls. Hot dog and french fry pizza. Highly dubious. Turkish kebab pizza. Yeah, sign me up. That sounds awesome. Turkish kebab. Uh, snack bomb pizza looks like Doritos and corn dogs. Gross. Happy meal pizza. Die in a fire. Happy meal pizza. The corn dog pizza like they... actually has the sticks still in the corn dogs. Oh my god! See, that's why it's. This is why it's evident that none of these things were meant to be eaten. How <laughs> you eat a pizza with corn dog sticks in it? Deep I'd... fried pepperoni pizza. I, I don't like even to... want to think about that. I just googled. This is why you're fat. I probably wouldn't need it, but those hot dog turtles are really cute. The hamburger crust pizza. That's right. That's pizza 
with the crust is hamburger. I'm trying to. How would you pick it up? It would just fall apart. Why would in your you hand. even do that? So, okay, guys, I got this great idea. I love hamburgers, and I'm an idiot. <laughs> so I'm gonna make hamburger crust pizza. And then they have one called the Bacon Cheese Pizza Burger, which just looks like an abomination. Yeah. It's one of those giant <laughs> hamburgers it's with two pizza, pizzas for buns. Looking like Tetsuo at the end of the uh, end Yeah, of all Kira. abomination. <laughs> just kill me. I don't Kinda. even know what I have anymore. They actually didn't make a recipe for that. They, ac- they, they had a pizza hamburger transporter accident. <laughs> and that was the result. And they've been trying to sell that oh, one it looks version like of it for years. A hamburger pizza here, sir. It's like, are you describing the bodies? No, I'm describing the hamburger and the pizza. <laughs> They're now smashed into each other. The drivers are fine. They, like, backed up into each other. I, we're very lucky yeah. in that regard. However, <laughs> the pizza flew out what the has black, been birthed here cannot be contained. It's growing in size. It seems to be absorbing it nutrients Jefferson. from the streets. He said it looked delicious and went in closer. And was consumed immediately. Oh. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll shoot out one more. This one is, more? This is almost we'll cap it off. Uh, is this one like 10 years old? It's from before we even did a podcast. This, is, this one is, yeah. Email. It's from October 16th, 2003. It's on a stone tablet. <laughs> what? <laughs> the time wizard. Uh, it's from Sergey. He says, uh, I don't know. He says a whole paragraph about how awesome our show is and how relatable and down to earth. And that's why people like us, we appreciate all those compliments. His P.S. This is how he's trying to get himself snuck in. This is like some pork on a bill. He's like, well, I want to write an email complimenting you. And everybody in Congress is like, no, shut down. He's like, there's a P.S. on the end. It's about a grilled sandwich with a fried egg. He's like, (laughs) they're like, all right, all right, let it through. So he says, grilled cheese sandwich with a fried egg makes for a quick and often delicious food for any time of day or snack, but I wouldn't recommend abusing this resource. And he's not wrong, but I think the effort you expend putting into a grilled cheese sandwich with a fried egg, just step it up and have a bagel sandwich with fried egg, cheese, and bacon. Or even just your own egg McMuffin creation. Is he talking about like making like a... An egg in a basket where you punch the circle oh, out, oh man, and then just fry an egg in the middle of a grilled cheese sandwich. That that is amazing. Uh, <laughs> we were not doing it with grilled cheese sandwiches, but we discovered this only recently, and we keep calling it toad in a hole, even though toad in a hole is some completely nasty <laughs> English food that's like sausages in a bed of Yorkshire pudding, something which is foul. So our toad in the all hole food. is you cut a circle in the bread with a glass and you fry the bread and you drop that egg right in the middle. And so it cooks up and then you just put teeniest, tiniest bit of cheese on top and you got, it's just fantastic. So good. And I, I guess you could just conceivably do the exact same thing, but make a grilled cheese sandwich and then put the fried egg in the middle, but you will probably die. <laughs> Or the police would arrest you. You just crack the egg into the hole. Because mankind wasn't ready. A nuclear mushroom cloud appears from your apartment. Too ahead of your time. The police... They didn't understand. You're like Galileo. They would just send you away. The Galileo of... Heretic! Grilled cheese and fried eggs. Ah, 600 years ahead of your time with that. In the year 2600, after we've gotten Star Trek and the Federation. 
Somebody's yeah, gonna, everybody's going to be replicating they're that. They're going to rediscover that. <laughs> Except they're going to replicate it and it's going to have no calories. It's all going to be made of vitamin B12. <laughs> we're all going to have really good night vision. But we're going to have done it by eating donuts. <laughs> why can't I live then? <laughs> or just, oh, yeah, that would be Walt awesome. Disney I didn't even himself. think about that. That makes total sense. They're going to just, in the future, they're just going to have things that Everything taste good. Everything is ice cream. It's everything's just gonna taste good, but it's gonna be made of stuff that's good for you. <laughs> you no longer have to make that sacrifice. It's it seems totally unfair. It's as if we went six hundred years in the past and told somebody in the fourteen hundreds that there was conceivably going to be a time where he could drink water without it making him violently shit himself for the rest of his life. You're like, and also we have cell phones. And he's like, I just want to not crap myself. I just want to live in a time when people don't throw trash out of the windows. Why can't you just let me have that? So that that was a tiny, tiny dent in the 70 emails I have starred. Nice. We made some progress. Made the tiniest bit of progress. Thanks. I want to thank Google Inbox for setting every email I read as priority, thus defeating the entire point of the priority system. (laughs) 12 out of the 14 mails in my inbox are flagged as priority. What do you want? How, how does that help me? Just puts more yellow on the screen. It's true. But we can stop. Had some laughs. Killed some time. Do you guys know of Kaya? I have it with my peanut butter every morning. It's like the equivalent of jelly for us Southeast Asian people. It's a jam spread made of coconut, pandan leaf, and eggs. I always wondered if you big Western people knew of it. He says Kaya with plain crackers is dope. Maybe I'll have to check that out. I have not heard of it. You're just gonna, you're gonna have to like. Okay, I Although, just googled it and I think I got a picture of Kylie Minogue from Street Fighter Two. <laughs> you just spread Kylie Minogue. Oh no! And now I just googled Kaya and Jelly, and it just gave me KY Jelly. <laughs> this what is happening? Is a rabbit hole. Kaya, that was a trap. Kaya I don't think that thing actually butter. exists. It's not real. That dude is tricking you. What is happening? Now it's just bread. <laughs> This is terrible. You're lying. Maybe we can't hear about it. Oh, Google doesn't. What is that? Okay, if well, Google I think won't I tell me about it. It's not a picture real. of it. It looks gross as hell. <laughs> it just looks like this yellow slop. Well, I don't know if that's actually the case. Some sort of fried jelly looks pretty gross if you think about that's it. That's true. If you, if you, wow, and they just smear that peanut butter right on top of it. Those. How did they? How did they figure out? peanut butter down there in Southeast Asia. So smart. Just we're like, yes. we got it. We got these peanuts. Gonna put some oil with it. It's gonna be good. We owe them a great deal. I owe them 40% of the oil I've ever eaten. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thumbs up. Wow. Clap it up. You were all auto tune. Yeah.
Everybody loved it. Recording Dave Riley's 808s and Heartbreak. So who uh, yeah. So who am I to deny them? Everybody was like, man, you should just record the whole podcast like that. I'm like, seriously? Because it just was me saying the same things three times over. Like, well, and sort of a, it had a more metallic yeah. echo to it. And then it was like a T-Pain style. <laughs>